Welcome to the most must-see podcast of all time. Welcome to... Dirt Sorry. Hi. Um, it's that time of the month once again, folks, where we bleed all over you. The blood of geekdom goodness. We talk about all things pop culture, comic books, TV, movies, games, video games, action figures, and action figures, and all things in between. My name is Craig Lagans, coming to you live from the multiverse of madness. I bring to you my cohorts, my compatriots, my superhero, super uh, podcast co-host. Uh, first, the dragon of the dojo. He is not battling a big, contagious, multi-faceted disease. He is, however, hiding the biggest cold sore you've ever seen. The dragon of the dojo, Mr. Damian Vargas, and his better half, the best half, Coming off her debut, her re-debut after 12 years away from the squared circle. Veronica Vargas, Foxy, Foxy. Hey, hey. And Dan Calachico. So, uh, Damien, your show, it's your mask. It's uh, your lip fungus, so go for it, dude. <laughs> There's going to be all sorts of conspiracy theories going on to the mask. <laughs> Bad uh, Botox. Bad Botox. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good bad one. Botox. That's a good one. I like that one. Got the All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, again, as, as Craig said, it is that time once again. Those of you that are returning, thank you very much for coming back. Those of you that potentially are new, welcome. The way this usually goes is I pretty, on our Nerd Herders Rebooted uh, Facebook page, we post all sorts of different news from all different sources all throughout the month. And then we pick a couple of them on this show to roundtable discuss. All right. That being said, let's go right into it. Right at the beginning of the month, not April 1st, so we know it's true. Uh, also, again, you know, for those of you that listen listening to news on April 1st, remember, it was April 1st. So put that out there. All right. And making headlines at the beginning of the month. E3 2022 has confirmed to officially have been canceled. Uh, E3 is usually the premier gaming event of the year where the biggest names in the video game industry make huge announcements and show off their biggest games. Uh, it was confirmed E3 2022 has been fully canceled. Not even a shift to the online event like it's done the last couple of years because of COVID, uh, but full-on cancel. That being said, the Entertainment Software Association did say they plan on returning with E3 Next year, we previously announced that E3 would not be held in person in 2022 due to ongoing health risks surrounding COVID-19. Today, we announced that there will also be no digital E3 showcase in 2022. Instead, we will, be, we will devote all our energy and resources to delivering and revitalizing physical and digital E3 experiences next summer. Whether enjoyed from the show floor or your favorite devices, the 2023 showcase will bring the community media, and industry back together in an all-new format and interactive experience. We look forward to presenting E3 to fans around the world live from Los Angeles 
in 2023. All right. So, I mean, the COVID kind of like, as much as it killed a lot of things, it also made people think out of the box and also make certain things almost obsolete. Uh, if you remember the last couple of years or whatever, like PlayStation kind of stopped going, whatever, now and again, Nintendo stopped going. Because it's like, why are we spending all this money for time slots and showroom floors and all this stuff when it's like, everything's done on YouTube on our own, everybody, or Twitch, uh, whatever have you now via their own personal live streams. Not only that, they don't have to work on a deadline. Exactly. They don't got to work on a deadline. And they can do it at their, you know, their own leisure. They don't have to worry about how long it is or anything like that. So I, I, I don't think E3 returning next year is going to be as big as E3 used to be. I don't think it's going to return at all. Wow, that's a bold statement, Fox. Well, I mean, be, again, due to COVID and then the way E3 was done last time, uh-huh. again, a lot of these companies are just doing their own showcases, and it's more beneficial to have done that because again, if you're waiting for E3, you kind of screw yourself. You have to show trailers of games that won't be out for God knows how long, or Mm -hmm. you know that fans are chomping at the bit to see gameplay of a certain thing, but it's not ready yet. And you have to give some kind of deadline that gets pushed back and pushed back. And then of course you get the backlash on that where if they go on their own times table, they could show when things are ready. They can give you an, exact release date they're in control of how long or how short they want to go and partially e3 i don't want to say became a joke of itself but But. somewhere along the lines e3 i think just got too big for the riches because pax east is still doing well (laughs) pax east just happens it it was all downhill after you guys had hit had keanu on and blew your load and that was it wow that was it yeah, Keanu, what we, where are we going to go from there? Well, like, you know, GamesCon is still a thing. And like I said, PAX East was just this past weekend. And, you mm-hmm. know, they're still quite successful. I think E3's just gotten... Too big for the britches. Yeah. Well, okay. Or maybe even just... Maybe if it's something deeper that we don't know about. Maybe it's just, you know, these companies feel pressured mm. by E3 or, or some sort. Because, again... What, what was the company that had their own thing recently that never really has a thing? Was it like Bethesda? Uh, like a few months ago? I'm trying to remember. I think it was Bethesda. I think it was somewhere. Bethesda. And they don't they usually get the smallest time slot on E3. Mm-hmm. And they had a whole showcase all their own a few months ago that yeah. was amazing. Shit, even D D Beyond just had a freaking thing. Yeah, which I was gonna get into recently. Yeah. I mean, where I mean, they they wouldn't be considered an E3 thing because it's even though they should be yeah even though they should be Mm -hmm. so they just did their own thing and the stuff that they dropped within they made the most out of their 30 minutes 30 minutes and like the dungeons and dragons world got announcements of two books of uh a movie announcement video game if i'm correct uh another tabletop rpg well the announcement that Baldur's gate 3 is releasing next year but also the fact that the game got so big the video game got so big that most other video game companies will dial back because to try to shrink the game. Whereas Larian Studios is so behind its project that it said, no, 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 we're not dialing back. We've tripled the size of the game. Wow. Which is like, I get tripled the size of the game. 
And then they, they announced a whole new slew of miniatures and all sorts of stuff. And again, this is something they like D D is technically still gaming and they did have digital stuff and everything like that. So of course they should have been part of the trick. But again, this falls into as we were saying. Not needing some whole big convention where you got to pay for a showroom floor and presentation and all this stuff. It's like nothing's more globally accessible right now than YouTube and Twitch. <laughs> you know, the only yeah. thing you can't do is sample a game. But in the same respect, how many things do you get to sample if nothing's really ready? And on top of that, there's a lot of ways to beta test. Right, because right now I have the Baldur's Gate three. Technically, I have the beta. Uh-huh. I paid for it which is basically going to be the full game in the end, but I've been playing the beta for the last, what, year or two years. Yeah, and like the, the Vampire, sam- uh, the Masquerade Sandbox game is available as of today. As of today, yeah. Vampire, you know, the Masquerade, beta Black, is Black, 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 yeah. play right now. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's ways, that, you know, Vampire the Masquerade is doing a lot of things video game-wise. I think they're working on two or three, uh, they're work- working on two or three video games simultaneously. They just uh-huh. had one come out and everything, so it's just like, E3 is starting to become very obsolete. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it's more showy. Like, who can outshow who when it comes to your, your guest, you know, speaker from, you know, Keanu to Aisha Tyler. And- yeah, and the first, again, the first one to dip out of it was like, I think it was like Nintendo. Nintendo. Nintendo was like, yeah, you know what? Or even just down to like a few years ago, they put up a trailer for a video game that was this guy's like dream come true. Oh, the video game is never going to come could, out. And they couldn't wait to show they it. It took them like 10 years to just to, finally show a trailer for it. And, <laughs> and then the game is never coming out. I think it was like Good and Evil or something yeah, like that. Beyond Good and Evil. Beyond Good and, e- Beyond Good and yeah. Evil, which involved like that chimpanzee looking thing. People were waiting for everything. They made this whole big to do and the whole studio fell apart and it, it took them 10 years just to finally show us a trailer. We don't even know what the gameplay is about yet. And yeah, completely, the game, that game's never coming out. You know, so, okay. again, what, that's the other thing, too. Like, how many games did we sit through and go, ooh, that looks cool. And then, like, what happened to this? And we find out, like, oh, that game's not coming out. There was that one with the, with the dragon one that you were into. Scalebound. Scalebound. It was Scalebound. She was all about it. I'm still book. mad about that. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay, you turning my head like this, my hair this short looks really cool. It, <laughs> it looks really cool. Sorry. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, this looks nice. She's testing out hairdos in the camera. Like, I mean, I got my hair cut, too, but you don't see me bragging cool. about it. You got your hair cut? You get them all cut. Ba-dum-bum. Damien, folks, Damien Vargas is here all week. Actually, so. I can't take credit. That's my dad's joke. My dad's that's, joke. That's, that's every dad's joke. <laughs> My dad's joke too. You only got one. You cut them all. <laughs> yeah, my refrigerator's running too. Uh, anyway, um, you gotta go and catch it. <laughs> uh, I can do this all day, but it's time to play our game. Um, what else you got for us, Damien? All right. Well, in an interesting uh, thing, you know, everything is about reality series now and, and competition shows and everything like that. Well, Disney Plus is actually taking a step forward and actually doing something really interesting and, and, and that I'm kind of like, I, I'm chomping at the bit about it. And like that. And for those of you that are into like fantasy and live action fantasy, as well as reality shows and competition series, have I got a thing for you? And there is a trailer available on YouTube. So after today, uh, after the episode, go check it out. I highly recommend it. Uh, trailer for Disney Plus's ambitious, immersive fantasy adventure reality series called The Quest. Disney Plus released a trailer for an ambitious project fantasy adventure re- reality series titled The Quest, 
releasing on May 11th, coming out relatively soon, actually. Mm-hmm. Promising to be a competition reality series never seen like this before. It's explained that the series, com- series combines the best elements of scripted and unscripted content to create an immersive competition series uh, competition, blah, 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 series where fantasy and reality collide as the teens compete in challenges in a fully realized world of adventure. Each paladin's mind, uh, the kid, the kid cont- teen contestants are known as paladins. They're, they're put in costumes and everything. Uh, po- uh, minds, body, and soul will be put to the test with new surprises around every corner of unknown land, challenging not only the fate of Everrealm, but also their own. Um, again, I watched this trailer. It's amazing. It combines, you know, again, it's, it's, a, it's a reality series combined with a game show. It's got special effects, like computer effects to tell the story intertwined in between. Uh, c- costume act. Like, again, it's like they've literally put these kids into this realm. So they come in and, you know, they, they change them into like paladin type outfits. And it's like, it doesn't look hokey. It looks like an actual show. It's incredible looking. So, um, again, if you're into that sort of thing, if you're into D&D or just stuff like that, definitely, definitely check it out. It's called The Quest. Check out the trailer after the show tonight. I promise you, if you're into this sort of thing, you will not be disappointed. It looks really cool. So the trailer is on Disney+. Plus. No, the trailer can be found on YouTube. On YouTube, okay. Yeah, called uh, The Quest. The Quest. Yeah, and again, I highly recommend it. Uh, it. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. It really does. And again, like Disney Plus is really rolling the dice on this one in terms of a reality series. Because again, this is something very different that's been done before. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All that. Yeah. <laughs> and a bag of chips. Mmm, mm-hmm. chips. I got chips in the other room. Don't forget chips. Mountain, mm. uh, Mountain Dew, Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. Chips. Oh my God! Yeah, that's a thing. No, no. Well, apparently, there's two things. And in, in, in a brief, what the fuck. Uh, and I didn't like that. I don't have the article. I have seen pictures of one. Ja- John you, you do this one, one. And I saw the other one. There is first is there is the um, Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. No, Dorito flavored Mountain Dew. No, there's, there's also Mountain Dew flavored Doritos. Those might not be so bad. They're called Doritos. I mean, not, they're not so bad Apparently, they were, I read some reviews. They were bad. They were bad. Because I mean, it was at that citrus flavor, but that Mountain Dew citrus flavor mixed with nacho. Oh, mixed with nacho? It's not just straight up Mountain Dew flavor? No, it's oh, the Dorito flavor mixed with the citrusiness of Mountain Dew. Oh, so as if like you're sitting around gaming and you're like sucking the Dorito sauce and shit off of your fingers. And then and you drink a Mountain Dew. Yeah. And they're called <laughs> du- they're called Doritos. That's disgusting. <laughs> uh, and then on the other spectrum, which is what you said, Mountain Dew has a Dorito-flavored Dorito beverage. Okay, so you're drinking Doritos? Kinda. I, yeah, I guess. It's orangey. All I'm saying is, our resident challenge person, Dan, if he happens to spot him and God is going to try live on air... We'll be walking right the fuck by him and doing something <laughs> else. I'll, I'll try the chips. I'll try the chips. Because because they're hard to find, though. There are, though, as- there are... um. Reaction videos on YouTube. I didn't watch any of them, but the stills were enough to see it. People taste testing the Mountain Dew um, beverage. And the still images, a couple of them I saw, was literally a person in freeze frame spitting it out. 
I will. Okay. I may, if we don't find the chips, I'll sit here one night with Dorito dust on my fingers and suck it off and then drink a Mountain Dew. Yeah, but I don't think it works the same way. It's, it's, it's all taste buds. It's all taste buds. Do you honestly want to spend money on a Mountain Dew? <laughs> it's that old Simpsons joke. I only have Mountain Dew and crab juice. Oh, give me the crab juice. <laughs> I have a drink. It's a let. Julie Z. Danny says it's allegedly at Walmart. Well, I will allegedly not be going to Walmart to buy some. <laughs> Come on, Dan. This is your uh, thing, man. This is the no, thing that no, we do to no, you. No. No, I'm not. I'm not uh, Preston Lacey jackass. I won't be. Okay, so wait. So wait, wait. We did the whole Oreo sandwich thing. Yeah. But the Mountain Doritos and all that stuff. Is yeah, the, the Mountain Dew Doritos is the where I'm drawing the line. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. That's exactly what I said. weird lines, Dan. Yeah, well, you Not know. Do with the mayonnaise and beverages. I know, I know no shame to a point, and no, that's not happening. <laughs> nope. Like I said, if we can find the chips, I'll do the chips. I don't care. I, I guess, you know, because the thing is, because I, I guess that's their way of competing with, with Pepsi. So, because about uh, not too long ago, Pepsi had their, their space flavored. Soda. Yeah, it was all right. And their newest one that they're releasing for limited now is now pixel flavored. What does pixels taste like? Electricity. I, I, I don't know. Oh, we taste tastes like the eighties because I mean, because <laughs> the, space, the space one has a hint of I think it was like a cherry raspberry, raspberry, raspberry cotton candy. It was candy. all right. It was all right. It was great. We tried it. We tried the space one. Uh -huh. But yeah, but yeah. Uh, if anybody, uh, I don't even heard is watching though. But hey, if you happen to see it. We will gladly love to get a, a live report on uh, on the uh, the taste testing thoughts and reactions being Dan skimping out on it. <laughs> You're not shaming me into this. I don't give a shit. It's not happening. <laughs> it is not happening. Yeah, right. I, I love you all dearly. Uh, I'm don't put me. I'm not trying to get you to try anything, Dan. I'm with you. No. <laughs> I'm the oh, I admit, I'm the I'm the fire starter, the twisted fire starter. Every and time. I'm the firefighter, and we're putting it out. <laughs> Good one. Ooh, Thank you. All, all right. Short is impressed oh. and wear any mask. I told you he's got COVID. Well, that being said, to Mountain Dew and Doritos, we say, go ahead, Dan, hit the voice. What the fuck? Best dollar eighty nine ever spent. <laughs> All right, well, moving best, on. Th this is uh, the best eighty dollars that was ever gifted to me. This is this is, this is great. This is, this is a new toy. His new toy that we've been listening to. You you, you you can't hear them, but it's got all kinds of sound effects too. And I can just, hey Dan, you wanna you wanna you wanna eat these Dorito Mountain Dew crap? Mm. You can't hear it, but you'll hear it in post. <laughs> they can hear it out there. Is. They can hear it. Oh yeah! Wait, God. hold on. While you're watching, let me show you. Let me show you this thing. That's I'm not wearing thing. pants, so I got to be careful. Oh wow, oh. that thing's cherry. There you go. Literally cherry. Goes with the red keyboard. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. And you're in the big uh, yeah. time now. You're in the big leagues now, kid. Oh yeah, even an XLR microphone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Quite the setup. Okay, did not need that. Bye. Oh Bye. yeah, that was the that was the line though. Oh boy, as the Rugrats say, good night. Good night. Good night. You got to come this way. Bye.
Okay, then you come to not the listeners. You, you, Jerry Curlin. We're not going anywhere, but the, the kids are. Love you. Go ahead. Get it. Bye. Bye. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, okay. Fine. All right. Good night. Go to bed. You're procrastinating. You'll be fine. Go to sleep. We're doing a show here. <laughs> Great control, you guys. <laughs> oh, there's no control to have you had in this place anymore. I just want to I just want to point out very seriously for those listening and not watching. Kids say, came to say goodnight to mommy and daddy, and they were not going fast enough, and you can't see it. But <laughs> you can probably feel it. Foxy pulled the best mom, I'm a fuck you up face that I have. Oh no, 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 no. That wasn't because they weren't going to bed fast enough. That's because uh, the middle child still decided to slip in after his good night. I love yeah. you. I'll see you tomorrow. So tomorrow, uh, can we still do that thing with my money? <laughs> yeah, no, I, the point is, is you can't see it, but you probably felt it. <laughs> you felt a little cold and a little scared. And you thought about your mom be really upset with you. Imagine how I felt eyes, seeing that looking right at me. I'm, Go to bed right now. My mom had a shirt that she wore when I was a kid. And and she says it to me to this day. I'm 38. Uh, jokingly, if I say, well, I want to do, if she's staying over in my house visiting, I'm like, well, I'm going to do this. Why can't we do this? She'll simply reply, because I'm a mom. That's why. I'm going to get you a t-shirt that just says, because I said so. Because I said so. Because Dracula. That was because, for Craig. That's it. Just because. That was for Craig. Because Dracula. Oh, all right. Boy. Sorry. Take control back of your show, man. That's all right. It's all good. Uh, well, I'm walking uh, away from the mic for a second, but keep going. Uh, later again? Down. Again? Yeah, I got I I'm trying to fix stuff as we go. Better broadcast wise. I have the head. Uh, uh, Wireless mic, so I'm still listening. Wireless mic. Wireless ear. Wow. <laughs> okay. This whole show is off the rails. I'm not I the just only one. Work. I just work. I don't even think we have rails anymore. No. Well, throw the Let's throw it all at the wall and see what sticks. Uh, well. All right. Well, over the last month or so, uh, gamers have been privy to the next evolution of video gaming as they've released. A lot of test footage and video samples of the Unreal 5 engine and everything like that, which obviously looks incredible. With that news that dropped, a new Tomb Raider video game has been announced. Woo! I'm Wolf Portis because I've been following it since day one. Video game developer Crystal Dynamics and publisher Square Enix have announced they are developing a new Tomb Raider adventure game. The announcement reveals Crystal Dynamics is incredibly excited about the future of Unreal and how it will help us take our storytelling to the next level. That's why I'm proud to announce that our hashtag Tomb Raider game is being built on the Unreal Engine 5. However, as of right now, there is no information on the title, timeline, release date, or any platform it will be released on. We just know we're getting a new Tomb Raider game, and the creators are excited about building it on the Unreal Engine 5. That's it. That's all we know. Uh, yay. 
I just hope they don't pull the whole, well, it's only for next-gen consoles, considering... It's gonna be. Uh, Everything right now is for next-gen consoles. I know, which is, because again, which the funny thing is, because a lot of people still can't get them. I, I, I didn't, I hadn't realized. It was funny, because I had I literally forgotten uh, about a month or so ago, there were next-gen consoles. And an article came up, and I was like, how people still have, and I'm like, really? This is still, this is still a thing where you can't get this thing. Yeah. This is crazy. Because they're coming out in limited, quant- in limited quantities mm-hmm. due to, you know, parts that they can't make or create fast enough, or so they say. I mean, we're having the same problem with fucking cat food, but I still managed to find some. <laughs> she said you that. know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. You know I talking about. How crazy is that you can't find cat food? Can cat, cat food. Canned cat food is like an impossible thing to find lately. It's like the toilet paper of 2022. It is. It it's really in, is. it's insane. Like like really? Cat food? Cat like food. Uh, like we, we had to overstock on cat food. We we now have how many cans? I have 70 cans. I because I bought like the 40 pack and then I bought like a 32 pack the next day. Cause yeah, you, you have to. Apparently so. Wow. Well, okay. I got five cats. So, so I mean <laughs> but, but now we got this big box that each of us take turns tripping over now. <laughs> Every time we go to the Oh Jesus. I put the box. I mean, that's in the garbage now. Oh, finally. We spent about two days tripping over that thing though. Everybody took turns tripping on it. The only one that lives here. Just saying we took turns. I didn't say it was just you. You well, were the first. Listeners, viewers, if you run out of cat food, you know where to go. No, this is our cat food. You <laughs> find your own. Well, I meant to say, if you're if you're out of cat food in your local area, you know where it went. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If the shelves are empty again, it was our fault. All right, the next news tidbit coming up. I definitely want to wait for Dan to come back on because this is going to be a, a big open discussion. This is something that comes up every now and again, especially between you guys and everything. So this is one that I know is going to take a huge chunk of time and thoughts and everything like that. So, and I know everybody's going to have opinions on it and everything like that. He's building right. this up. This better be good. No, well, DC has announced its movie line. List, okay? So just to update you, just to tell you now what is coming out. Now, this is also excluding, again, right now, Cinecon is going on this weekend as well, which is the movie convention and like that. Apparently, The Rock showed up, and there's um, he released a Sajam teaser, so we prepared for that, as well as a couple other things and everything, so... Yeah. That being said, coming out, uh, looking towards the rest of this year for the DC Cinematic Universe. July 29th, uh, 2022, we are getting DC DC's League of Super Pets. Admittedly, looks fun, looks cool. A lot of voice actors in it that I hadn't realized were going to be in it. I mean, Keanu Reeves is in it. I'm in. Yeah, Rock is in it. The Can Rock I- is in it. Come on, The Rock. There's like so many people in it. Yeah. Uh, October 21st, 2022, we get Black Adam, another one I am very much looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, December 16th, 2022, we are closing out the year with Shazam 2. Here we go. All right. Then, kicking off next year, March 17th, 2023, we've got Aquaman 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> now, now, this one, I'm kind of interested in wh- what this may hold right now. But June 23rd, 2023, we're supposed to get the Flash. Now, given everything that's been going on with Ezra and everything as of late, you know, getting arrested in less than a month, and not not only his first run-ins with, for the same same problem, pretty much, maybe you shouldn't be drinking, dude, and stuff like that. Just just, just saying, you know, 
But uh, yeah, I, I think Ezra Miller is going to find himself out of a out of a job very soon in terms of the DC universe. His career could be gone in a flash. I was going to say something similar, but I couldn't come up with the words. It was yeah. right there. Uh, I, I was teed up for you, Fox. It's okay. There'll be other opportunities. It's all right. The thought wasn't coming fast enough. <laughs> see? He's a boss. Right? woman. Yeah, see? It's right there. <laughs> oh, my God. And then then the last one announced for uh, 2020, August 18th, we'll be getting the Blue Beetle. Now, other movies listed in their cinematics uh, with no release date yet. Um, they have announced, of course, which is actually being worked on already. There's Batgirl, mm-hmm. uh, Wonder Woman 3, Black Canary, Zatanna, mm-hmm. Joker 2. This one shocked everybody when it was first announced. Uh, the Wonder Twins. <laughs> I'm, I'm banking that's going to be a kid's movie. I am it's totally banking that's going to be a kid's movie. Got to be animated. It's, it's going to be animated, and I'm making a bet they make them even younger. They're, they're going to be kids. Got to be. Okay. Uh, to the shock of nobody, the Batman 2, which was officially made official. Yeah, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Static Shock, Supergirl, and it will not star the one from the television series. It's a whole yeah. new Supergirl, mm-hmm. as, uh, as Craig had mentioned a few months back on one of our episodes. Uh, Plastic Man, Our Man, the Green Lantern Corps, and Black Hawks. Now, this was all announced earlier in the month. Then we got in a related update later this month, uh, in the month, we got this update, which is something that all of us at one time have argued about the DC Cinematic Universe. In a related... A lot of things we say. Well, uh, in a related update, the newly established Warner Brothers Discovery is reportedly looking to shake up DC Entertainment in a big, big way. The move from CEO David Zaslav is said to be an effort to create cohesion between Warner Brothers, DC movies, streaming shows, and the creative division as a whole, according to Variety magazine. It's also noted that Zaslav is seeking someone to serve the role Marvel Studios president slash Marvel CCO Kevin Feige does for the wildly successful Marvel Cinematic Universe, albeit for the DC Extended Universe. What a novel idea. Sources specifically point to projects such as Aquaman, The Batman, and Peacemaker as example of Warner Brothers' success with DC properties, but but it's the lack of singular vision that has has the merged Warner Brothers' discovery interested in making such a drastic Change. Too little, too late, man. Just fucking. So, with this being said, I wonder if it's going to cause any changes in the previous announcements and everything like that. It will, it will, because first of all, this should have happened ten years ago, and someone that looks exactly like me said the same thing a year ago when we were discussing what was wrong with between the DC movies and the Marvel movies. Yeah, we discussed. I think we've all discussed this over the course of superhero movies, whether it be individually yeah. or as a group. Like, there's no one in charge on in the, on the DC side. When Warner Brothers hates DC, unlike the, the the relationship between Marvel and Disney, hey guys, let's work together. Warner Brothers is like, uh, no, we don't want to do that. DC, you you know, we don't want anything to do with you. So when we release your movies. 
Zack Snyder will take them and make them even better. Instead of just having one film where that everyone likes, Warner Brothers will release it, and then Zack Snyder will, will take what he wanted to do and release it on a separate platform, and it's ten times better than what came out in the film. Instead of just having the one movie, now there's two, but Warner Brothers sees it as two different uh, revenues, but fans like us are seeing it. It's like, well, why couldn't you just do it right the first time yeah. when you have one person in charge? And you would have a, a, a better Justice League movie or a better Batman versus Superman movie. The the one I'm hearing though, Dame, is that the Flashpoint movie um, was is supposed to set the DC universe to to the one because in the Flashpoint movie you have both Ben and Michael Keaton as Batman in the film, and this is going to set everything right. So DC going forward. Is going to have just the one universe. The problem is Ezra Miller is doing his Robert Downey Jr. impression from 1997 and trying to sabotage his own career, if not outright trying to kill himself. So now the movie's still going to come out because they've invested way too much time and money. Whether or not he's going to be the one promoting it is a whole other thing. Um, I'm surprised they haven't moved the date because I thought it was supposed to come out this year. The Flashpoint was supposed to come out this year um, because they've already filmed the scenes with Michael Keaton mm -hmm. and um, Ben Affleck, and I've seen stills from it. But for right now, uh, because Flashpoint is e Ezra Miller is going forward is going to be the franchise because Ben Affleck is out, Henry Cable is out. Uh, they wasted Margot Robbie on in three movies because there was no cohesion and no and so she's out. So your three pillar franchises that you can build around are all gone. Batman, Superman, and Harley, the three biggest, most popular characters in DC. And, the, the and our peacemakers are already running on television, so Yeah. So but the actors that play them, Batman, Superman, and Harley, the three most popular DC characters, are all out. So now the Flash going forward is going to be the one uh, to carry the franchise with Flashpoint is going to put that's supposed to be a Marvel type movie incorporating all these different characters a la Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, uh, really quick to add in too for you, for you, Craig, too. Also, the another portion of this was is was the jump was the was the basis slash jumping point going to be uh the, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, whether it was the extended or whatever, if that was gonna be the baseline for uh, all this. I hope so. Now now as as we've mentioned now though, okay, so as we know, Flash is supposed to no pun intended, mm -hmm. given the, the storyline uh and everything like that, this Flash movie supposedly, I guess, supposed to set was the plan to set everything right. Yes. And even more so, I guess, more so now with this announcement. Mm -hmm. What do you see happening, though, if this Ezra, Ezra thing gets way more out of hand, though? Well, what I see happening is it's going to affect him, not so much the movie. Because um, I, I already had this argument um, with my other podcast co-host. He seems to think the movie's going to get scrapped. That because the Ezra Miller, oh, no, that, no, no, I said, the, I said the exact same thing, guys. I'm on your side. They spent with they're not going to pull Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton out to put Batman tooth and scrap the movie. That ain't happening. 
But I'm saying with but with with Ezra Miller though being such a liability and so toxic, he's they're not going to send him out to promote the film. I'm not it's, I'm not saying that's going to hurt it one way or another because Ezra Miller isn't a household word. Um, he's not on the level of a Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans or somebody that they actually need. So the, they're going to have to sell the movie on by the movie itself because. You're not going to send Michael Keaton out to do promos for it. You're not going to send Ben Affleck out to do promos for it. The star of the film that's going to set the DC universe straight, allegedly, um, is not going to be available. Um, it's uh, it's I, it's going to hurt Ezra Miller more than it's going to hurt the film. Ezra Miller it, not promoting it. So in hindsight, because this was something we had touched upon once, what do you think? Because it go it harkens back to possibly making a mistake that a lot of fans were saying why not just put the tv show flash as the star of the movie yeah well they they again this is a war why warner brothers and dc don't get along if you just put grant gustin the flash tv star in the movie just like you would do uh with supergirl in the movie i don't know if they know this about comic book fans we're loyal so if we're watching, we've been watching Flash for eight seasons. If you put that same Flash in the movie, guess what? We'll see it. We'll pay yeah. money to see it because we already know that guy. And we've already been watching him for the last eight years. Supergirl, the same way. If they're going to make a Supergirl movie, big budget or otherwise. Too many people watch Supergirl a week, low numbers, probably on TV. But you put that in the movie, you give it the Warner Brothers treatment, a big budget. We'll watch it. So yeah. And 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 she looks fantastic as Supergirl. Of course, yeah, she looks just like she like the comic book Supergirl. But they're doing different Flash, different Supergirl, different Batgirl, you know, different Batman. We're going to have three Batman now uh, between Robert Pattinson, Ben Affleck, and and Michael Keaton. And, and that's the thing too. Okay, so so this whole tying of together of things. Uh huh. But I but the Batman and Joker movies are are still uh, separate separate thing you know so it's like yeah so i don't so are we tying together are we doing like what what's going on here you know yeah because the, the the batman and the joker universe may not be the batman that we know and the yeah. and the joker that we saw at the end of the batman is completely different than jared leto joaquin phoenix or heath ledger yeah so definitely so now we got three jokers we got three batman how many other? Nobody's moving fucking forward. No, not at all, Fox. Nope. All right, Dan, you've always been very vocal about this, and you've been rather quiet now. What are your thoughts? He looks really... You just put a lot of information in there. <laughs> <laughs> My brain hurts. Dan was wondering how to begin this conversation, thinking about puppies, fox and puppies that he held today. Um... <laughs> I don't even. Uh, first of all, someone needs to smack Ezra Miller and, and get him to figure the fuck out. Don't because, go to bars. Stop drinking. Well, you yeah, cannot well, handle liquor. If you have an addiction issue, and and to be serious for a moment, because yeah. I I don't I will always take not. I'm not saying you said anything, Damien. No, no. If no, he's but got I, a I problem, you gotta know that you gotta take it. Get it taken care of because if it has an actual addiction problem 
until he hits his rock bottom, it's going to be a disgusting cycle of of jail and hurting someone or hurting himself. And, and again, uh, on top like, of that, he's throwing this career away. I mean, you know, less every less, less than a month, twice, twice for the same that, thing. And then the thing is, this is not the only two incidents, though. He's no. had other incidents. No, no, of the same thing. Yes, I. I keep hearkening back to, um, oh God, what's his name? Robert Downey Jr. Uh, no, no, uh, twenty four. Why can't I? Uh, Don uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Sutherland, yeah. Uh, and I think it's something that Steve said uh, when he was having the drinking problem, the DUI. It wasn't anything major that happened, like it's going on with Ezra Miller. But at some point, you're an actor. You have money. Uh, hire a driver. Yeah. Uh, Ezra Miller. Hire somebody that can go. Hey, let's go and grab him by the scruff of his neck and throw him out the door. It's time to go. Get him home. It's time to go. At least hire a handler if you're not ready to help get rid of the problem. Yeah. You, we all know on this show, as big of a nerds we are. You do one superhero movie or sometimes one episode of a long-running space show, Star Trek, you're doing the conventions and getting paid for the rest of your life. Yeah. And he has this connection where he is very quickly already in four movies. Yeah. And that's going to go away unless he fixes that. He, the DC has set him up as the DC version of Spider-Man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So he, Debuted in in Justice League. Every every line was funny. Every time he was on TV, he stole the scene. People couldn't wait to see what he was going to do. Every time he was on the screen, he did something amazing. He was going to be the DC's version of Spider Man. Young, good looking. Everyone liked him. The moment that is not talked about enough that you and my favorite show, Craig, mentioned this specifically. In that redoing of the the let me rephrase it, we got to get rid of not the re-release of the Justice League, the real Justice League movie. Um, his there's two things that stuck out in my mind rewatching it: the incredible storyline of of um, Cyborg getting deleted because Joss Whedon was being a large type asshole to Ray Fisher, mm -hmm. um, and the Flash moment, yeah, which. If it was anybody else, could have come up corny. Yeah. And it wasn't. Mm -mm. It was a pivotal part, especially when it came back to the large the battle at the end that had more umph to it because it was quicker than five minutes and there wasn't there were I liked Ezra Miller in the original version, mm -hmm. but I really liked Ezra Miller after this. Yeah. And the comparison for the first one that got released in the real version is that scene when they get Superman up. Yeah. And Flash is like, well, I'm just going to uh, pimp behind him and get him. And that and, look, Henry Cable. And Henry Cable just going. <laughs> and it just cut back to Ezra going. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> Such good moments. He's so yeah. good. Yeah. Well, his moment uh, on the Oscars, it was voted the, the most, the audience, most, the, high, the biggest reaction of any audience, movie-going audience, more than Endgame. Let me say this on top of it. As far as Ezra Miller, that part of this. Mm 
Mm-hmm. I don't think it's over. Yeah. I think if this is okay, this is it. Maya culpa, whatever you got to do in the courts, you did F up and you did kind of throw a chair at somebody. You got to deal with that. Nobody died. Nobody got hit by a car. You didn't beat beat somebody. Nobody, nobody was actually seriously hurt. This that's what I'm saying. This time, Damien, if mm-hmm. you you're good now, right. you could turn this around. You're probably sit out the the, the press tour for the new movie, yeah. but you have time. The redemption story. Look at Robert Downey Jr. We've only teased it, but look at Robert Downey Jr. A guy who hit rock bottom and then hit a third rock bottom right after the second one that we all missed. Yes. Am I wrong, Damien? You're laughing, but that's pretty much encompasses what happened that's to Robert Downey Jr. in the late, the late 80s. Or, that's pretty true. And look, the dude was Iron Man and then signed on the dotted line that said, all the money it makes, I get this much. There, This is... And, and Ezra Miller, believe it or not, as bad as it sounds, hasn't hit the tip of the Robert Downey Jr. iceberg yet. So, All that right. being said, to Has address that... The iceberg? What? <laughs> you know, she fell into this? <laughs> there's more iceberg underneath the water than there is above. Um, <laughs> there's still time to turn this around. But yes. you gotta figure out that you got a problem and correct that said problem. Mm-hmm. Period. No Rockstar Rob. The movie's not getting cancelled. They have Ben Affleck. First of all, every time you say that, Craig, I forget. And then you say it again, and it's news to me, and I get excited. Uh, <laughs> ben Affleck and Michael Keaton. They're not going to go, well, we're putting this on the shelf. No. I do think it is. A, what's the actor's name that plays Flash on TV? I'll never remember that, Craig. Craig Dustin. We'll make you, it film one, you film one scene against a green screen at the end of the Flashpoint movie, and you fixed it, if it need be. Even if Ezra Miller comes back and he's able to correct this, of course, correct, you can still put that in the movie and it either be a wink and then Ezra Miller comes back or you go a little bit to the left and you still go where you were going to go, but you have him do it. He's he's just as fantastic in different ways as Ezra Miller. It'll work just fine. And DC, go ahead. In the Flash TV series, Ezra Miller showed up. Shows up. So... The yeah. seeds are planted. If they got somebody smart, which brings to my final point about all this, if they got somebody smart be piloting the ship, they will have be they're already figuring this out. It brings to my next point. I don't give a fuck who it is. In my opinion, and I know a lot of people are gonna cringe, and I don't care. And if anybody saw that Justice League and hated it, you have I can't help you. <laughs> Get Zack Snyder back at least in the driver's seat. And I'm not saying he directs any of the movies. Don't have him touch a camera. Don't care. You need the guy that at least can steer the ship. If you're not going to get Zack Snyder, get somebody that knows what they're doing. Don't Jim heard this like you've been doing for the last 10 years. That was for my wrestling folks. Uh, Everybody got that reference. Don't Pizza Hut manager the shit out of this. Get somebody that's going to do it and do it right. Pick Craig. Pick some. I pick somebody that at least will map it out for Paging 10 years. Jeff Johns. Paging Jeff Johns. Paging Jeff Johns. The problem is, and it goes back to when they did these movies as they did 
quick little pre quickie on the top of the kitchen table and tried to go right to climax and yeah, missed the hole. It's my best. <laughs> it was like prom night for some people, not me. Don't know who had that problem. Um, it was like prom night in high school. You completely missed the boat and it went all over the sheets. I don't know. Wow. How you fucked that up. I don't understand. And I know we're like, well, you're you're just an armchair booker. We also Marvel build this from one spot to yeah. I mean, Craig just posted yesterday. It was the three year anniversary of Endgame. They literally built it. How did you look at that model and say we can speed run this? And how's this? Oh, here they are now starting and, phase two. And how's this for irony, Dan? You start a franchise like that with Robert Downey Jr who was uninsurable five years before Iron Man came out. No one wanted to work with that guy. Why? Because the amount of times that he fucked up, a la Ezra Miller, and no one wanted to work with him. I, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't even the highest paid actor on Iron Man. Nope. He was paid the same rate that Gwyneth Paltrow, Jeff Bridges, everyone else was. Terrence Howard was the highest paid actor on Iron Man because he was coming off an Oscar nomination and he was the big star. He was the only bankable star in that movie. So if you're going to start a Marvel franchise, you want to start A with Iron Man? Who the hell knew Iron Man outside of comic book fans? And you're going to have it starring Robert Downey Jr., who no studio wanted to hire? John Favreau had the biggest roll of dice in Hollywood history on banking on that guy, Robert Downey Jr., uninsurable five years ago, on Iron Man, a character that nobody in mainstream Hollywood knows, and the fact that you were going to get sequels out of it. All because one guy named Kevin Feige said, here, you do it. Just go that we have a plan after this to go where we want to go. They can still turn this around, but they need to Make the they, they need to. This flashpoint, both figuratively and literally, with the issue with Edward Miller, this could absolutely be the turning point of turning the whole thing around. With or without him, mm -hmm. like I said, I think I think that's salvageable. But you start now, Ezra, mm -hmm. uh, Mister Miller, Mister Flash. Um, you have an excuse. You still have time to change a few things, but this should be the way DC has had like 16 wake up calls <laughs> in their movie universe. Like that's it. No more reboots. No more, no, no more restarts. It's established. Just fix it. You have the, you have your own multiverse coming. Here's your excuse. We're done. M might I also add, at some point, mm -hmm. WB and DC got to start making people give a shit. Yeah, yeah that's the that's the problem. Like, Nobody no, gave a shit. They didn't give us time. Exactly. Like we had this conversation the other day because he watched Batman, and I don't care. <laughs> that, but that's the thing mm -hmm. with DC stuff. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. You know, you watch one Marvel movie and you give a shit about. This agent I mean, guy who 
You don't know who he is. Next thing you know, you're crying that he quote unquote dies. Yeah. You don't she, get she, that. She, she went bananas for Love and Thunder trailer this week. You don't. I mean, maybe I'm in the minority here, but that's no. exactly no, where not. they do need to focus the alignment. There's no feeling. Mm-hmm. It, it's just you're you're making these movies, you're making these scripts, you're getting these great actors, but I don't care. I don't care about the script. I don't care about your film. No one's conveying to me why I should care about this movie. Why should I care about the Blue Beetle coming out? Yeah, you it's should. unearned. Yeah, and the the what makes it so bad, Fox, and you you've illustrated this point perfectly. If you're DC. You have the most recognizable superheroes of all time. Everyone on Earth and every generation knows who Superman is and Batman is and Wonder Woman is. And you can't make a movie that will make people care about it. Why is it the most popular in an age of superhero movies? There are superhero movies coming out every couple of months now. But the most popular superhero of all time hasn't had a script in eight years. Mm-hmm. There's been a thousand, there's literally a thousand issues of action comics. One thousand. There's got to be something in there. One story from the most popular superhero of all time. Henry Cable has gone on record saying, I love playing Superman. I, he wants to do what Hugh Jackman did for Wolverine, play Superman for 10 years. Not only because he loved the character, because he's fucking physically built like Superman. Seriously. He was drawn by DC Comics, but there's nothing, there is not even a script for him. How does that happen? Because you don't have anyone in charge, and the people that are in charge of DC movies, they're not comic book guys. They're movie guys. Mm -hmm. They have a book in their life. What Marvel does is they hire people that are comic book fans. If not the the writers themselves of the of the comics that they write of the actual you know or guys like Peyton Reed who directed all the Ant Man films is a comic book guy like John Watts who directed all the Spider Man films is a comic book guy and the guys that are playing them are comic book guy Andrew Garfield went into his audition wearing a Spider Man costume Andrew Garfield went to a San Diego Comic Con dressed as Spider Man. Walking amongst the uh, the people, the crowd there, mm-hmm. that's a guy that loves the character. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why that's so hard or why DC's doing what DC's doing now. The statement you read, Damon, it's 10 years too late. Yeah. Uh, but it's like what Dan said, it's still fixable. Yeah. You can still get something it, out of it. That's like, I mean, admittedly, I'm behind on Marvel movies. Some uh. I just don't want to watch because I know it's gonna hit a nerve you know <laughs> movies you care about yes others yes. just because i'm behind and i don't want to be lost in the shuffle but either way when they announce it it's exciting it's like oh that's so cool you know wonder where they're gonna go with it blah blah blah. i don't get those vibes from dc I films anymore yeah. mm-hmm. you know it and again it, it's between the script it's the acting it's the cool we're going back again into a story i've known a million times over and it's just there's no feels with it even the old marvel movies still gave you something the whole x-men trilogy like they fucking they gave you something 
I I'm sorry. I don't I don't and I know that the the cool thing is to hate on that X3. Uh, uh. When when he get Foxy, it's you and me, baby. When <laughs> when he gets up to her and she oh. says, "Oh my god, yeah." You do it for them, not for them, for you. I'm going to cry now. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, fuck, fuck okay. you people. You don't have a soul. You don't have a fucking soul. That's fucking amazing. That, my ass. Between the theaters, between the theaters, between the Professor X scene, mm-hmm. oh. and oh. that scene, she's like, I am so done with these movies. She's like, I am done. I remember that is uh, this is the only that movie look, I that, ever that look at Patrick Stewart gives with the smile. This the and then gone. It's not even that though. That made me upset, but I'm like, that's eh, Professor X. He'll be back. <laughs> but I understand where you're coming from. It's the end. This is the only movie that I saw at a th- at the theater in Ocean City, Craig. There's a there's a tiny little cinema at the end of one of the boardwalks in Ocean City in Jersey. Mm-hmm. And, but what that means is, is kids that don't give a rat's ass <laughs> about letting you in before the end of the movie and dumbass walked in early and saw the end credit scene before he saw the rest of the movie. Whoops. W- no. Yes. But when he saw it the second time in context, mm-hmm. uh, if I would have been arrested like Paul Rubens, <laughs> okay, because again, I, this is a piece of shit. It's, I don't know what you want from movies, people. I'll give you Wolverine Origins sucking. I'll give you that they ruined Deadpool. and But I'll also give you they fixed Deadpool. Get the fuck over it. It's a fine superhero movie. There's good moments in it. It's fine. So what if the Kanji guy loses his a- accent five minutes after you meet him? It's, <laughs> Hugh Jackman's awesome in it. But at the end, when they pan down to Magneto sitting at the table alone with the chessboard, mm-hmm. And he, and he's alone, and his friend is not there, and I'm going to tear up now. Start, I'm, I started tearing up, and then it cuts to that close. It cuts to that close-up of his hand going over the chest piece like he's going to move it, and like I, the best edit I've ever seen, right before it cuts to black. You barely see that chest piece move. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome! Why do you hate that movie? I, I use that last X-Men one as a fine example of the fact that I will argue with anybody how that was not the fucking Phoenix Saga. I've read it. I know it by fucking heart. Sure. But goddamn, that movie still made you feel. Oh, and she's gone. She's gone. And it was just... Like, no, it, that's the end of X2. Saga? No, did they follow anything? No, but motherfucker. shit? I love when when movies give a curveball. I remember, I love Iron Man 3. I know I'm in the minority about Iron Man 3. Fuck you, that movie was fun. And I love the fact that you think the Mandarin is going to be in this movie as the Mandarin you think you know in the comic book. And it just turns out to be Ben Kingsley playing a cockney motherfucker who's acting Hired by Guy uh, uh, Guy Pierce, very good looking man. Uh, <laughs> the actual Mandarin. I understand comic book fans being upset about it, but to just say because Craig didn't like it, yeah. and I get why he didn't like it. But as someone who's not as, uh, I freely admit it. I don't care. 
Iron Man was not on the top tier list of superheroes when that movie came out. I didn't even see it in theaters. This is a good confession. I never told anybody. It's never come. You know, I saw Iron Man. My mother told me to go see it because her fucking husband took her to see it in the theater. And she was like, did you see Iron Man too? And then I said, no, she goes, you hear silence in the room. She goes, what do you mean you haven't seen Iron Man yet? I'm like, I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> so I went to see it. Like after it came out, it was like out on DVD. I grabbed it and I was like, oh, I should have been in the theater for that. And I never missed another Marvel movie after that. But Iron Man 3 has got that yeah. great moment. And he gets that taken care of. There's a great redemption story for Tony that comes full circle right before, you know, the shit hits all the... Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Guys, it's just... And then don't even get me started. There, you wanted me to talk, Damien? Here, how's this for you? <laughs> don't even get me started on No Way Home. Yes. What's wrong with the little fan service? Why can't I have what I want once in a while? You know how awesome it was to see all three of those guys? Who thought they'd see Tobey Maguire in a spider suit again? Yeah, seriously. Shut the fuck up and enjoy it. You're never going to get it again. Well, like, for instance, um, um, the, the, the Miles Morales one coming, the yeah. animated one, the sequel, Spider-Verse. Yeah. Oh, Spider-Verse, yeah. They, they said that's going to involve, I think they said, six different realities and over 250 characters. Okay. That's awesome. Either, I, I mean, I wasn't turning this into a comic book versus movie debate. It was, yeah, just, yeah. It was just more so an example that well, you did. Marvel still made you makes feel. Me, makes you care. You that, care it, yeah. was, it still made you feel. Is more, more my point. Yeah, because you went to X3 versus DC and that's the, there. That's, that's why that's my buddy, guys. That's why we do music. You're, apparently, Foxy and I are the only ones that saw that. I, I, I'm going to go watch it tomorrow. I, I still think Not about me. that. That scene leaves. Oh, lives, no, she, she, she refuses. She will never watch it again. I want to cry. Once, nope. Never again. I, that mo- that There's like Up. Was, we saw Up. That was fun. Not watching that ever again. Well, I remember seeing Up like a week after my stepfather died in the hospital. Uh, oops. Nobody warned me. Oh. I watched it while pregnant. Oh. <laughs> Weren't you pregnant during X Men? Yep. Remember, we've had three kids. She was <laughs> pregnant for the X Men movie also. I was pregnant for X Men 3. Punisher. Yay. Oh, the first Punisher, yeah. You uh-huh. do it for them, not for them, for you. Then Fuck up. you. If you didn't like that, you don't have a fucking soul. Go find your soul. Don't Sorry. Soul. <laughs> I get you. I, get, I know. <laughs> I just... Yeah. It's okay. I, I just find it weird sometimes that people want originality and don't want predictability, and then when they don't do exactly what the comic says, it's like, fuck you. Well, like, I just hope, though, whoever they get to put this all together has a good vision. So, though the plan, again, the plan is to try to get some cohesion going in everything. Yeah. It also, is- it also yeah. goes to stand they're trying to put somebody in, like, the Kevin Feige position. You can't just put any random Joe Small business person, producer, whatever. Again, you have to have somebody that has a love for these characters and this medium to do it correctly. Yeah, you know, another, you know what was another good example was Craig. Um, 
you're you're less of a Star Trek fan, right? Um, yes, I'm not a Star Trek fan. Yes, Abrams, JJ, yeah, Star Trek stuff. Though that that reboot that Kelvin okay. and, and, and and Star Wars and mm-hmm. start well, well, that problem was is that well, see, I didn't have a problem with those movies, so I I, really? I can't explain that one, so I don't know what. The, I don't know what to tell you. I, I like The Last Jedi. I actually found the other person who thinks Last Jedi is a great Star Wars movie, and that's one of my co-workers at the uh, the office. Uh, mm-hmm. She told me, she goes, I, I think Last, Last Jedi might be my favorite other than Rogue One. I was like, hey, okay. I like Last Jedi. I liked it. I, But anyway, but J.J. had a like of Star Trek, but what he did when they started working on that first Kelvin timeline one and that's another thing I like about it. They mm-hmm. rebooted it, but well, yes, they established very early before the third at the beginning of the third act that alternate time multiverse, ultimate <laughs> timeline, something fucked up where these things still happen, but we are on the other side of it because somebody fucked it up. So all these things can live on, which is what Paramount is doing with those early. Um, See, they got Picard, which is taking over. I'm such a tricker. They got Picard, which is taking place out of next out of next gen in that timeline. But they got whole new, uh, strange new worlds. They have Discovery, all that stuff that take place during or before the Kirk stuff, the original Kirk stuff, um, or that are in the Kelvin timeline. This is a great idea where they're doing the DC thing, but there is a reason all these things are happening. That are not disturbing the original story. It's an easy little right that, ah, okay, that's why these things are happening. They're not tied together, but they are kind of thing. You know what I mean? That was the brilliant thing. They could fix it that way. Like, take your cue. Hire JJ. Oh, that was the thing. JJ was the guy in charge. Mm-hmm. But he hired two consultants. Um... One was the one guy I always forget his name, but he's been writing the Star Trek Encyclopedia. Yes, I have six of them. Um, uh, for, I'm coming, I, I don't really talk about Star Trek enough here. Um, yes, I got a seven day trial to get Paramount Plus so I can watch the Redux version of Star Trek The Motion Picture. Um, he writes the encyclopedia, so when JJ wrote something, he'd be like, This, this makes sense? This good? What's the good? Well, no, this is you can't do that because of this, or this person will not say that, or this person does not do that. Yeah. If you're gonna do it, at least hire somebody that you can go. Is Batman gonna uh, eat Catwoman's uh, snatch? Okay, good. He did. Hey, I didn't write that. That's in the book. The the one thing I want to address, Dan, uh, that uh, the other super other Marvel movies, even the superhero movies. That I don't like, or that not my favorite, like in X three or um, even uh, Logan or Iron Man three. Um, I can. I'm unlike Rockstar Rob. I'm not going to pick apart every comic book movie for it not being like the source material. Even the Marvel movies or superhero movies that I don't particularly care for, or that I don't like, I temper it with the fact that this movie is being made because never in my in my lifetime and i'm older than everyone here combined did i ever think there would even be an x-man movie or 
a Punisher movie or a Wolverine movie. So if I don't like an Iron Man 3, I can deal with that because there was an Iron Man 3. I didn't think there would ever be a 1, and we got three of them. And then to piggyback on what you're saying, too, again, the popularity of it, the 1970-some-odd Doctor Strange movie is getting a Blu-ray release. Yes. They just announced it. It's getting a, the 1970. I forgot what year exactly. It was 79 or whatever. 78. 78. Yeah. It's wow. getting a Blu ray release. Yeah. This is when CBS, Dame, had a hard on for Marvel because that same year, Captain America had a TV series. And two years earlier, With the motorcycle. Yeah. The motorcycle helmet. Red Brown, um, who was in, who made a, a cameo in Captain America First Avenger. Uh, Nicholas Hammond played Spider Man. So CBS, over on the piggybacking off the success of The Incredible Hulk, said, let's get as many Marvel characters on this network as we can. So there was a Captain America TV movie and series, Doctor Strange movie. Um, they brought in Thor and Daredevil into the, the trial of The Incredible Hulk. They even shot a pilot for a Black Widow and Daredevil series. Starring David Bowie's then wife. They had promo pictures and everything, but it wasn't picked up. So, yes, yeah, CBS in the late 70s was mining Marvel movies like it was gold. So, yeah, Doctor Strange was a TV series, Captain America, uh, Spider Man, The Hulk. Yes, crazy. So, that's why I said because they were so incredibly bad, this was 1978. So, well, these will never be movies. So I, I'm going to love these for what they are because they're never going. I'm never going to see them on a big screen. And here we are now. And here we are, Fox. Isn't that amazing? Don't cry. It's almost over. And this is why this tidbit was going to be the end because I knew this was going to be a big bulk. Yes, big bulk. So I mean, my again, my my thing with this again <coughs> is just again. So we're going to have a central person. That they're mm -hmm. saying. It's got to be somebody that has a love. Like yeah. you, you can't get a suit. You can't get a business person. Because obviously that doesn't work. By putting one, you got to get somebody that has a love, has a care for this stuff, like a Kevin Feige, because that's exactly what they're saying. They're yeah. trying to get a person like a Kevin Feige. Then you need, you need somebody that has that comic book love that's going to care for it and bring it all together. Kevin and again, I say painting Jeff Johns. Let, let, okay, let, let's be let's be rational here. Let's uh -huh. be a little honest here. Okay. okay. Yeah. They're gonna lowball any real writer with has the real passion for it. Uh huh. Because if they were serious about doing something like this, they would have done it already. And at this point, I think the one person that could do that for them would be someone like Kevin Smith. Because mm. you could say Jeff Johns or or go completely out of left field with like fucking Ellen Moore or whatever. But the point is, they're going to lowball these guys. Because, yeah. oh, you guys are just comic book writers, you know? Mm -hmm. And like at the end of the day, Warner Brothers is a business. They're not, they're, you know, they look down on comic book artists, comic book writers, etc. Mm -hmm. you, you would need someone that's kind of established already that you know might know their comic book shit. And I, I think if anyone could do it, it would be Kevin Smith. I do too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Will it happen? I don't fucking know. Probably not. But, Probably not. But 
you know. And I don't think <laughs> I don't see Kevin Smith wanting that much stressful responsibility. No, not to be in charge of everything. Mm-hmm. That that that's because that's the other yeah. thing too. You're we're talking about you're you're not you know hey I'm fixing Superman hey I'm fixing Batman no I'm fixing an entire multiverse. <laughs> I'm fixing a multiverse. Yeah. How do I do this? Yeah, big shoes. Big shoes. Yeah, Kevin Smith actually might do that for free. Yeah. Right? Just for the love of. Yeah, the love of comics and the love yeah. of. Yeah. I'll fix it and I'll pass it to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll pass it on to Jeff Johns. Although yeah. you're right, though he might not do. Remember all that. <laughs> remember the Superman Lives debacle. Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, Peter. But that was that was twenty years ago. You might have, you know. Kevin doesn't let go of things. I don't know. No, if he doesn't. Oh yeah, he's still thinking yeah. about Bruce Willis. And well, I mean, Bruce Willis was kind of a dick to him. Yeah, Bruce Willis is not going to remember much. <laughs> Too soon. Or at least talk about it. Too soon. Boo! I like Bruce Willis, but come on, it was there. He just woke up Amber. Amber was fast asleep through this whole conversation. That boo just woke her up. You son of a bitch. I kill you. I kill you. Zombie kitty. Brain. Brain. Why can't do that shit to my cats? Because they don't allow it. Come here, Derpy. Come here, Derps. You do something. Derp. Oh, Derp freaks out. She kind of went. Derp. <laughs> He's right. So what is this? I, ah, what is that? What else you got, Dame? That's it. Because I knew that was gonna. I knew that was gonna be a big thing. I knew that was gonna be a big thing. That's why I saved it for for that. Well, hey, they announced another Ghostbusters movie. They announced another Ghostbusters. They announced another the Batman. Mm-hmm. There was a Spirit of Halloween movie announced. Ooh. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. I thought it was a the joke. Store? Hmm? Huh? Spirit Store? Yes. Yeah. And it's going to star Christopher Lloyd. I'll give you a and thing right it's now. And right, Rachel Lee Cook. I'll give you a thing. Give me a minute. This is thing. real. This is not an April Fool's joke. This right. is not a drill, folks. Uh, okay. No, it is real. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me get it. I'm holding. Okay, Spirit of Halloween movie is coming this fall, starring Christopher Lloyd. Uh, in an unexpected news, Spirit of Halloween, the yearly the, the yearly costume and decorative shop have teamed up with Strike Back Studios, Hideout Pictures, and Particular Crowd, announcing a feature-length film, Variety Magazine reports. The film, called Spirit Halloween, will star Back to the Future stars Christopher Lloyd, and She's All That star Rachel Lee Cook, as said to be an adventure, said to be a family adventure with influences including the Goonies, Gremlins, and Monster Squad. Just because their influence doesn't mean it's going to be any good yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the log line goes: When a new Spirit Halloween store opens in a deserted strip mall, three middle school friends who think they've outgrown trick or treating make a dare to spend the night locked inside the store Halloween night. But they soon find out that the store is haunted by an angry evil spirit. Who has possessed the creepy animatronic characters, Five Nights at Freddy's? Uh, the kids embark on a thrilling and spooky adventure in order to survive the night and avoid becoming possessed themselves. Oh, yes. And there's your spirit Halloween movie. 
Yes, uh, it smells straight to video, but um, yes. <gasps> Call your asylum pictures. This is how it goes. She's so precious. See any struggling? No. We like it, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> She's so tolerant. We do this every day. Zombie kitty, zombie kitty. She's so tolerant. Um, all right, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> i give you a topic. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. The Ottoman Empire is neither an Ottoman nor an empire. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a topic. Ray finds is not spelled Rafe or finds. Discuss. Right? What, what the fuck is up with that? <laughs> Chris, with the B. So where's the B? Where's the B? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is because again, I knew the Marvel thing, I knew the DC thing was going to be a big. And it was. Well done. Oh, Dragon. I did some thinking. I did thinking. That, that isn't just for shiny stuff. It's no, yeah. <laughs> See? yeah. So I try to tilt it upwards whenever possible. Exactly. They'll, kick, they'll take the focus off your lip fungus. Anyway, um, thank you again, everyone, for joining us, our viewers and our listeners, for joining us for yet another month of the spirit of discussion of the things we love the best, comic book stuff, comic book movies, comic book TV shows, Action figured in, action figured video games, and all things in between. My God, it's so good to see you all here once again. We hope you will join us next month at the end of May, uh, Star Wars month. May the 4th be with you. Uh, I'm sure next month we'll be discussing not only Star Wars and Star Wars related activities. Our, 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 our son's 17th birthday. Our, son, our son's 17th birthday. Uh, I haven't told him that I'm his biological father yet. We'll also be talking about our the movie that's uh, going to debut a week from today, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and uh, what happens, what kind of repercussions that will have. Uh, we'll be talking about the last episode of Moon Knight that will conclude a week from today, and um, see what else is up on the Marvel docket, TV and movies, and I'm sure something will happen, hopefully not, in the Ezra Miller saga. But we will be here next month uh, at the end of the last week in May for your daily, your monthly dose of Nerd Herder news. So uh, before we go, uh, I'd like to thank Dan Calachico for having me on. Um, returning Foxy Foxy and uh, Damian Dragon. Fox, do you have a book coming out soon? Yes, sometime in 2020. Uh, 2020? 2020? 2022. Uh, did I miss it? Haven't you came out two years ago? What the fuck? Damn it! You know, Flashpoint, different universes. Ah! <laughs> I have to wind my calendar. That Stop. damn Ezra Miller. Uh, yeah, sometime in 2022, my independent wrestling memoir, Tell Me Who I'm Supposed to Be, will be out and done. Uh, for any and all information about that, as well as a bunch of other things like my cats, mm -hmm. uh, you can go to all social media handles at Viva Foxy Foxy. That's V-I-V-A-F-O-X-Y-F-O-X. That's fine. Yeah, faster next time. Uh, Damien, where can people find you? Uh, DVargsData2 on Instagram. As I said, you can follow uh, all the other news tidbits and more that we talk about. Uh, Nerd Herd is rebooted on Facebook. 
uh, as well as my uh, my karate school if you're in the New Jersey area and everything like that. U dot S dot underscore Shotokai. Hey, Dan, where can people follow you? Dan Law 83. I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> Dan Law 83. And uh, you can follow me without the reverb uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and on Twitter at Craig Ligon, C-R-A-I-G-L-I-G-G-E-O-N-S. Hey, maybe this time next month I'll have my own podcast to talk about and plug on this show, but uh, we shall see. In the meantime, in between time, uh, this has been Nerd Herders and a yawning Dan Colachico and a beautiful Damian Vargas and an average-looking Foxy Foxy with a great haircut on the side. And uh, we will see you guys all next month. Till then, you're my Nerd Herders! You're my Nerd Herders! You're my Nerd Herders. <laughs>